Patrick Mahomes is on pace to be the greatest of all time, and there's absolutely no arguing with it today on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome in, everybody, Chiefs Kingdom around the world. We welcome you back. We are approaching Super Bowl 58 with your Kansas City Chiefs. And there's been a lot of discussion. We're going to get down to it today about Patrick Mahomes and just how good he is. The evidence is stacking up about where he is at this point, year six. We're going to dig into it all as well as run down a lot of happenings around Chiefs Kingdom right now. We're brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Get over there because they'll help you find the qualified candidates that you're looking for right now. And super easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. That can go any number of ways. I am down here. Thanks for joining us live. I'm in Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. We're going to wrap up practices tomorrow and hit the plane and get out of town. But in the meantime, some happenings around Chiefs Kingdom. We're going to give you where the Chiefs are injury-wise right now coming up later in the show. There's a front office change, one that I'm not very happy about. We're going to dig into that in the next segment. But right now, the mounting evidence is very, very straightforward. The Patrick Mahomes can and probably should be the greatest of all time. We're going to get into that with Chris Clark, my co-host, at Chiefs Corner, where you can get all the information about the metrics that you want, the analytics that you're looking for, the capology that you have to have in order to be successful in this league. I'm Ryan Tracy. You can find me in a number of different places. Together, we've been covering this team for going on a decade. I am at NFL33.com for all my front office and draft news. My analytics for athleticism are at RogueAPC.com. And then you can obviously find me on RGR Football. My opinion is this, Chris, and it really has been a feeling until the last few days that Patrick has continued to make progress to push the envelope, even in a year where he had to pull back a little bit because of everything that we've discussed about the offense this season, but that he's still in the realm. And now as everyone's dug into the numbers and analyzed everything that goes into comparing Tom, the current thought of as the best quarterback to play this game in history, although I think there's a heavy asterisk or eight around Joe Montana's name. Now it shifts to Patrick Mahomes and the evidence is actually clearing up that as of year six, I'm right, and my feeling is correct, and there's evidence to prove it now. He is on pace to be the greatest ever, right? He is. He's beating uh, Tom Brady in every in a lot of metrics when you're looking at first six seasons as a starter. 73 and 22 for Patrick, 70 and 24 for Brady, 66% completion percentage versus 62 for Brady, 316 yards per game versus 231 for Brady. Uh, you know, touchdown to interception ratio is. He's winning uh, 219 to 62 versus 147 to 78 yards per pass, 7.9 to 77 and quarterback rating 103.7 to 88.4. That is the stats that he's got the first year versus Brady. That's what you're looking at and how he's doing, but it goes even deeper than just that, because then you get into a question of, okay, so we're talking about the first six seasons. What about the playoffs in the playoffs? Each of their first six seasons, here's Mahomes, 14 and three, Brady, 12 and two, 67.4 completion percentage for 60 uh, versus 60.7 for Brady, 
309 yards total yards per game versus 235 for Brady. Again, 7.7 yards per pass versus 6.6 for Brady. 39 to 7 in inter- TD to INT ratio versus 20 to 9 for Brady. 106.3 versus 86.2. Those are the playoff stats. You're sitting here looking at a situation where Mahomes is on pace to beat Brady, and it just is stacking up year after year after year. They become the third team in NFL history to make four Super Bowls in five years, including those Patriots that were so good, plus the obviously the Buffalo team who didn't win any of them. Yeah, that's a tough one. And the key one to me there is the touchdown inter- interception ratio. Nearly a 4-1 to one ratio between the two quarterbacks let alone their individual ratios, that's incredible. And again, this is just a six-year snapshot. The first six years as the starter are the stats that we're discussing because obviously that's all we have for Patrick Mahomes, and you can only compare his career on a career basis to what you had from Tom Brady. Now, Tom had some things happen, the second part of his career and the third. So there's still a very, very long way to so, go, but the pace is established. So the the one that really sticks out to me is when you break it down, and I hadn't even looked at it like this, and this is something I, I have to give props to Nick Wright. He was talking about this on his show today. Uh, but when you look at Patrick's success over the first six seasons, he has been to Super Bowls. He's won Super Bowls 33% of the time he's been a starter. <laughs> That's unheard of in the NFL. Uh, Brady, in his entire career, was at 32%. So Mahomes is ahead of him at this point. Uh, he's had four Super Bowl appearances in six years. Brady is at 10 in 22 years. He's ahead of him in that metric. He's at, he's made the Super Bowl two-thirds of the years that, that he's been playing, and we don't know whether or not he's going to end up winning the third one yet. I We'll talk about that later. That's what we're you know talking about is where is he compared to Brady? And then six AFC championship games, which is obviously 100% of Mahomes' career, versus only 14 for Brady in 22 years. You're sitting here just looking at things that are just, you never thought that you would see another guy on the same pace or even being close to Brady. Mahomes is passing it. And don't forget, if he wins this Super Bowl, he would go to 50% of the time he's a starter, he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's not it. It's not just how his teams, because they're – you're going to get the inevitable comparison to teams, right? But it's about one thing in particular that came up today that is specific to what Patrick Mahomes is doing in terms of the the length, the girth of this franchise from its beginning to its present state. He's now number one in a completely different category, one that I didn't even realize was being tracked, let alone display what kind of athlete he is. Yeah, he is the Chiefs' leading rusher in the playoffs. Uh above everybody. Uh, he's seven yards ahead of Pacheco. Uh, he's ahead of Marcus Allen. He's ahead of Damian Williams, Clyde Edwards, Alaire. Uh, anybody that's ever run for Kansas city, he is the leader of rushing yards in the postseason. Obviously he's likely to lose that in the super bowl. And I hope he loses that in the super bowl because that would mean Pacheco is going to have a good game. And I don't want to see Mahomes running for a hundred yards. I'd rather see uh, Pacheco get, you know, 60, 70, hundred yards, something like that. Uh, I'll, I will be, just fine with Mahomes being number two on that list. Yeah, I completely agree. And that those are just the starting numbers. That's just where it is today. And this is what we called the retooling year, right? It was, it was a rebuild last year. It was a retool this year. It's shifting your offensive philosophy in, in all intents and purposes. Uh, Travis Kelsey talked about that 
uh, on with Pat McAfee today about, hey, you know, everybody just looked at the wide receiver room and that he was getting older and we had to shift. Okay, so you shifted. Next thing on the fly, that's got to be part of what goes on every single season from here on out for Patrick's career. And a lot of it is going to have to do with who's coming into the building. Some news today, Chiefs are losing a front office executive that is critical to their success to this point. We're going to talk about Brant Tillis coming up next. LinkedIn is not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the easiest and best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. There are lots of different goals that you can be trying to reach in 2024. Maybe you need to hire some extra people to help you reach those heights. Go check out LinkedIn Jobs. It will help you get the right hires in your business. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and very easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And then I want to tell you, you know, right now, Kansas City's not playing a game this weekend. Uh, you don't have a Super Bowl game this weekend, but you're going to have one in a couple of weeks. Uh, and maybe what you need to do is maybe you need to go get your, you know, your groceries delivered. Maybe you need to go create a DoorDash list and have them delivered to your house the day before the Super Bowl, so you can host that Super Bowl party, getting ready for this game, which is going to be huge against the 49ers. You know, you can also order DoorDash. You know, did the game go to a timeout? So you can order DoorDash to get you food while the game is ongoing. Why root for your team on an empty stomach? Order on DoorDash and save on football. Watch party favorites. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and then enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms do apply. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, that means your team every single day on every platform, starting here on YouTube, where we are live, and you can click the like, you can click the sub, and you can click that bell so that you get notifications. If you have all your notifications turned on on your device, you certainly do have to have that set as well. That's going to get you everything. You can also check out the Locked On Sports Today feed. It is 24-7. It gives you all the information you need in the sports world. You'll see us on there. You'll see a bunch of other shows on there as well. And it all comes back to trying to cover this team from soup to nuts, and that's what we're going for today. And as we talked in that first segment about just the evolution that Patrick Mahomes has gone through, his team has to evolve as well. And that means fresh faces, getting younger at positions, retooling particular positions. Uh, the DBs come to mind. The wide receivers are about to have that happen. But unfortunately, uh, at least for everyone but Brad Tillis, it's <laughs> going to be a little bit tougher coming this offseason because today it was announced Brantillis has accepted a position within the Carolina Panthers organization the second year they came calling after him and he is moving on the capologist the guy that has helped set the Mahomes deal which was huge the Taylor deal the Jones deal that has probably been outlined but obviously hasn't been ratified the guy that's been constructing all of this probably as well 
is now not going to be in the building, which means they have to either promote from within or they have to scramble. Now, the way the Chiefs do everything, whether it's down here in Mobile, and I've seen a bunch of the Chiefs front office down here, the way that they go about their business is pretty straightforward. So I'm guessing they have a plan. But it is a critical, critical position, one that we honestly, even here on this show, don't talk about enough. And you know more about the cap than probably any person alive that covers Chiefs Kingdom. So tell me, <laughs> what's the biggest obstacle and how important is it to get this guy or, or person, I'm sorry, to run the cap into the, the front office like tomorrow now that Branchellis has departed? It's huge. Uh, you, the biggest thing with Rantillis, and he hasn't got enough credit for this, Brett Veach got the credit for signing Mahomes to the contract. I guarantee you Tillis was the one that structured it. He's the one that went out and figured out, okay, this is the structure that we should do. This is how it's going to work. This is how it's going to work on a yearly basis, and this is when, if we're going to renegotiate, we need to renegotiate. But it gives us ultimate cap flexibility, and they still have that going forward. So that's important, but it's going to be something to watch over the next couple of seasons as to how Chiefs contracts could change. And the biggest question, and I, I'm hoping that they don't go this direction, but the biggest question that they could be facing is, does Kansas City get to a point where they decide, okay, well, maybe we need to start using void years. They used it with Chris Jones, and it was a one-time situation. It was a kind of a one-off type situation. Veach, I think, inherited one with Tom Bahali but they haven't really used void years to get people in the in the building. And I don't think that that's something that they want to do. It's going to cost teams when uh, it eventually comes due. So how do they adjust? How do they continue moving the cap around? How do they get things to work the way they need to? And how do they keep ultimate cap flexibility? You know, I, I don't want to get into the details of the cap right now when it comes to the Chiefs, but I will say they're close to $30 million. They have almost $30 million off the projected cap. They have that much they can spend. Uh, I believe I think they can easily get to 40, maybe even 50 before you even consider touching Mahomes' contract. If you touch Mahomes' contract, you could get to 70. I mean, there's scenarios where you could have that much cap space to spend. The thing is, though, when you start looking at it, you realize 40 million is probably all they really need because all the because the reality of the way the Chiefs structure contracts is generally speaking, your salary is going to be so low year one your bonus is going to be taking up most of what you're going to be earning year year one, or is going to be most of your salary cap number on year one. So, you know, 40 million may be enough and it may be enough to sign all the guys you want to sign. You could sign Chris Jones. You could probably sign Jerry Sneed for that money. Uh, and I still think they want to get extensions done with Creed Humphrey and probably Nick Bolton as well. And then you start looking at guys like Drew, Drew Tranquil, um, I've loved what Mike Edwards has, has brought, but it's, do you bring him back considering you know what you have in Shamari Connor and you're going to have Cook and Reed here next year? I mean, that's that'd be a great safety depth, but I think he's going to outplay what you want to pay him. So lots of decisions to be made, and Brant Tillis was the guy that was structuring all the different cap uh, contracts to get to where they are right now. But Mahomes is now in a situation where he is playing is the most expensive guy in the NFL, in the Super Bowl, that hasn't happened yet, uh, in the in any against any, yeah, right. Yeah. So you're in a situation where you have to continue to play with that construction, and this is going to be something that all the teams are going to be dealing with. But the biggest thing that you have to look at in the AFC is Josh Allen's now on a second deal, Justin Herbert's on a second deal, Joe Burrow's on a second deal, Lamar Jackson's on a second deal. Maybe they're not hitting cap wise yet. But their teams are going to start going down because they're not going to have the money to afford some of the stars that they've had the past couple of seasons. 
Well, and something you said earlier really rings true is that's the way that they've done it now. They've structured these first year low base salary contracts in order to have the flexibility to do things later. That likely is continue to continue because it's been successful and because you have outside of the guy in charge of the finances. And let's let's be real. This is a, a financial position as much as it is an NFL position because yep. you can't just be, no offense, you can't just be your average run-of-the-bill CPA and walk in and do this job. You have <laughs> to understand how the league works as well. What are you trying to and say? That's, I, I'm, you certainly are probably <laughs> capable, but I'm not saying that you can walk in there and do it. Chiefs, man. hire the man, and then I'll, I'll come help you. But the thing that, that happens to be the truth for me is that it's not just that it has to understand all, all the financial ramifications, but you got to understand like the code book that is the CBA. You have yeah. to understand all the minutia about how things work around the league as well. well and that's all the, the additional thing things that I think that's the thing that I think is the, the biggest challenge. I don't know what those additional things are uh, that are in your mind, but but lay it out for us. Well, I mean, there's additional items. I mean, you're going to have per diems, uh, you know, training camp. You're going to have all that stuff. All that stuff hits the cap. Everything hits the cap that you spend on players. So, uh, you know, even health health stuff that hits the cap. I mean, not necessarily injuries, uh, like you know, taking care of surgeries and whatnot. I'm talking. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking like normal payroll type things are going to hit the salary cap. So there's a lot of different things that they hit the cap that you have to take into account. Uh, it's all going to be, you know, just based on uh, what, you know, how long you've been in the year in the league can be part of what is going to determine what your salary can be. Uh, I mean, that's another part of it. But, you know, you start talking about the minutiae and all the different items, you know, we haven't even talked about, you can talk about Patrick Mahomes and his contract. Everybody knows about those types of contracts, but then you get into restricted free agents. Then you get into exclusive rights, free agents. Then you get into, you know, street free agents, all the, these different types of players uh, that you have to deal with as well and how they fit and, and decide, okay, what are we going to offer them? And if it's a restricted free agent, is it something that you don't think somebody else is going to match or you could lose a player? So there is a lot of minutia that goes into the salary cap. There's a lot of numbers that aren't really talked about a ton, but, you know, it all fits into it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it, it takes that that global point of view to really make it all work that's something that brian sells is probably already working on for the carolina panthers right now the yep. chiefs have to find the right person my guess is they have someone in mind we'll see if we find out about that before an announcement is made we'll obviously have coverage for you when we find out who that person is going to be but that is going to affect the future chiefs and while most teams can worry about the cap right now and they're focused on scouting and getting ready the chiefs have something else to pay attention to had they practiced today, a slew of Chiefs would not have been able to go. What is the injury situation? We're getting to that with this Super Bowl coming up next. And because it's this time of year and there's only a couple of teams left in the mix, this is your perfect time to get in the action. And there's no better place to do it than the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And that is Prize Picks. They make it easy. They make it exciting. You can get all your action in in 60 seconds or less. And it's simple. They give you the player names. Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to throw 260 yards? You just select more or less. Very simple. Do you think he will throw for less yards or more yards? Travis Kelsey, does he get two touchdowns? 
more or less. You three, two, two, six of those together, and you have an entry. Your entry can go in 60 seconds, and you're off and running. And the best thing about price picks is if your player gets injured, they'll give you a reboot. Makes life super simple, especially if they don't get to come out for the second half, boom, they're off your lineup, you're out of it. It's an insurance policy that nobody else offers, and you want to get in on that as well. You can really, really get into it right here at the, the one place that we feel is best for everyone, and that's at Prize Picks. Prize Picks gives you the option to take everything to the next level, make it the most out of what you're looking for at prizepicks.com. Use our code locked on and make sure that you have a good time. It's Super Bowl season. We're going to have more for you next week. There'll be more prize picks, but get out there and get after it. Prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. This is the part that I can't stand talking about because the players have been off. There were meetings on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off, maybe a little bit of, you know, treatment, et cetera, et cetera. This is a simulated day. And unfortunately, what we have to look forward to for Thursday is what the actual injury situation is going to be. Because right now, it's like you got a bus that just got dropped off at the hospital because everybody's broken. You are going to have to run it down for me because I can't even fit it on my screen. And Chris is going to do that as soon as he uh, unmutes it and gives us the play-by-play because the list is long. It's not critical, but it is long. Chris Jones, Isaiah Pacheco uh, are the biggest names that are not practicing. Obviously, Charles Amini, who didn't practice, uh, he's out. We already know that. Uh, and, Joni, and Joe Tooney didn't practice. So you're looking at a situation where you have all those guys that are not going to be available if they were actually practicing today, I believe when they actually start practicing will be tomorrow. And I think they practice Tuesday when, or sorry, Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week uh, before they actually head to Vegas. That's, that's a tough one because that's all up and down, obviously some key and really impactful players, but this is coming off of a couple of days of rest. We'd hope that with some treatment reporting tomorrow, getting back on the practice field, working out the rust, we're trying to get your limbs loose again. Hopefully that injury situation will change because right now, I think you listed them out. Chris Jones is likely going to push through anything that doesn't like put him in a walking boot. I, I'm sure of that. Isaiah yeah, Pacheco, a quad. same is the quad. Okay. Same yeah. thing with the toe for Isaiah Pacheco. I don't think there's anything going on there that we have to worry about. Amenahu, Tooney, completely different. Now, I understand Tooney has been out and about around the Kansas City area over the, the weekend and this, this couple of days off. Let's hope that that is a positive sign. We won't know anything until we know anything, folks. But when we hear from Andy Reid, we will let you know. We'll give you the lowdown on what it means. But who else so, stands out to you? So then you have Sky Moore, Willie Gay, and Jerry Sneed were limited in, in practice. And I don't think that that's too surprising, especially on Willie Gay uh, and Sneed. Both of those guys have been fighting an injury. Uh, Sky Moore is trending in the right direction. If they want to have him play in the Super Bowl, he's trending in the right direction because he didn't practice at all last week. Uh, even being limited would be trending in the right direction if they want to bring him back. And then full practices for Prince Tegawanogo, Blaine Gabbert, Richie James, Rasheed Rice, Drew Tranquil, MBS, and Kadarius Tony. Uh, so you're sitting there and looking at that list. That's a pretty lengthy list, especially when you start talking about the wide receiver position. Yeah, uh, you got to be careful there because if we don't see a number of these guys come off the list tomorrow, we have to start getting concerned. Now, obviously, uh, they're going to travel over the weekend. They're going to be – out on site in Las Vegas for practice starting early next week. 
But in the meantime, this is your last moment. This is your last couple of days to be at home in your own facility, in your own rehab pool, doing getting treatment on the table that you lay on every Tuesday. It, it makes things a little bit more comfortable. And I think we want to see a lot of progress from pretty much everyone here in the next day or two. Yeah, and I have no doubt that that most of those guys are probably going to play in the game. Uh, the only ones that I think he, you would really be concerned about and that we don't know about is Joe Tooney. Uh, I think the rest of them, obviously, a minute he's out. We know that he already had. Uh, he's already said that he's out, and they just this is the way the Chiefs do things. So, uh, but the rest of them are going to play or, or going to be available. In my guess, I, I would imagine that Sky Moore is somebody that they decide they activate. I I don't know. We'll see. Uh, he has a 21-day pl- practice window that I think ends this week uh, based on when they brought him back. So he would need to be activated or he goes directly to IR and, and can't play the rest of the season. But that doesn't matter. It's only one game left. So, uh, you know, you're in a situation where I think all these guys are going to be ready to go. Willie is a guy that you have to worry about a little bit with the neck injury. But with two weeks to go, I would expect that they're going to have him probably not practice uh, mental reps. He knows the defense. He knows what he's going to be able, what he's going to be doing. And I don't want to take anything away from Purdy because Purdy can scramble, but it's not like they're playing Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. Those two guys use their legs a lot more than Purdy does. Purdy does use his legs at times and he does scramble, but you're not going to have Willie Gay be a spy on Purdy most downs, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I have to think so as well. If you feel like you need to, if that's a last ditch effort, maybe maybe you got to have it in reserve. But I agree with you. I don't think that's the expectation now. We're going to hear from Andy. We're going to hear from the coordinators as we get ready. Hopefully, before they leave as well, we'll see what the uh, the actual availability is this week, and we will have more for you. It's going to come down to who's able to push through without really pushing the envelope. Because if you are in a situation where you're you're just not feeling good, you're not 100%, and you need to wait until you're on site in Vegas, that is something that can happen. Um, a lot of install going on right now. It's it's saving up for that particular ballgame. So don't be too concerned yet, folks. The other issue that changes with the Super Bowl, and I know that there's a week off, and everybody thinks that that gives the players a lot of rest, and it does to an extent. But once you get in Vegas, it's not going to be rest. I, I mean, with all the media events that you're going to have, you're going to be busy – uh, with media and doing things like that, it, it's going to be something that's a lot different. Now, don't get me wrong. The Chiefs have been there. Obviously, we've talked about it four out of the last five years. They know what's going to be what it's going to be like. The rookies don't. A guy like Rasheed Rice doesn't know what it's going to be like, but his teammates are going to help him get ready for that. So it is going to be a little bit different than your normal week off type thing that you have uh, if you're maybe on a bye week. Uh, going into, you know, as the, as the number one seed. But Kansas City knows what they're going to be getting into in that situation. And I think that when you look at all these players with injuries, they're going to get right and they're going to be ready for the game. I guarantee you Willie is going to do anything he can to be in this game. He doesn't want to miss playing in another Super Bowl, especially considering he said that it could be the last time he played in Arrowhead when they played against the Dolphins. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's a free agent after this year. So, there's a you know, if he wants to be here, maybe he'll take a sweetheart deal for it. But, Maybe he's not going to. Maybe he's going to go elsewhere. It's possible. We don't know. And again, we don't want to talk about the stuff in the offseason, but the reality is some of these players, this is their best chance to win the Super Bowl because who knows if you'll be back. Mahomes said it himself. Yeah, it's all in for everybody, no matter what situation you are in contractually. Um, they want to be there. I want to be there as well. But unfortunately, folks, uh, I'll be at the Senior Bowl another day, and then I'm on planes. Tomorrow I will not be on the show. You'll have Mark Schoolfield coming in to talk quarterbacks with Chris 
get it all done and out there because this goat thing isn't going away. And we might as well have somebody who doesn't cover the team every day to give us an honest opinion. I think you guys are going to dig that. And always great when Mark's on the show. So please make sure you like, sub, hit the bell here on this channel right now. If you're listening to us on audio, give it a shot over on the video channel as well. You can hit us for all the extra information on the text line at 816-357-8781. Get signed up over there. I appreciate everyone's support down here, uh, especially given the sunburn that happens to happen every time I come to Mobile because I'm <laughs> thick-skulled. I uh, appreciate your guys' support and checking us out here on all of our other platforms as well. My draft work is going to be on NFL 33 and RogueAPC.com this year. Make sure that you check it out. Get subbed on both, uh, the Substack in particular, and you'll have more here, cheese specific from Chris, all through the process. I'll be back on Monday. We will have content for you as the Chiefs get ready to face the San Francisco 49ers again in the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to it, Chris. Thanks for, for manning the shop while I'm traveling. Not a problem, man. Really looking forward to this. It is so much fun to cover the Super Bowl, and it is going to be a blast talking to Mark, uh, getting you ready for that matchup that Mahomes is going to see next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You guys have a great night. Be ready for that tomorrow, and we'll be back looking at Super Bowl 58. Thanks for being with us today, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.